Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has sworn off pants and underwear and currently has a single rose protruding from the hole of his boner that's jeff clark hey what's going on and beaming to us from a research facility in antarctica the bearded, booger-eating, shape-shifting thing known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. That actually got me thinking. I kind of just threw that intro together before we started recording, but if Jeff Clark, if they did a season of The Bachelor where they just pulled the rug out from everybody's, from under everyone's feet, and they're like, everybody, we'd like you to meet our Bachelor for this season, Jeff Clark. And then, like, a bunch of smoke comes out. Some lights start flashing. PA system is like, y'all ready for this? Jeff Clark comes out, raising the roof. Bunch of just babes lined up in evening gowns, taking Jeff in. All right. Who wants a piece? What's up, hoes? Like why not? Is is the Bachelor franchise over? Can they can they do can they just do one throwaway season? Do it do a social experiment. Is it a throwaway season cuz I'm not as good looking as the traditional bachelors that are like being uh compete uh, getting competed for? Getting? Yeah, I think I used that right. I think I said that the right way. I mean, you know let's I mean. let's face it. I mean, the fucking guys that go on the Bachelor, they're they're almost like a different race of human being than the three of us. Yeah. That's fair. They're like people who really don't need to be part of the show. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. He does push-ups. <laughs> and they but actually like, don't, they don't need want... any help getting ass. I don't know why they're going on a TV show. Right. Well, I guess that's... Maybe their looks are what helps bring in the viewers, I'm assuming. And, like, it makes all those hot chicks, you would think, cry and genuinely compete for that person's love. Whereas, like... There might be a couple opt-outs in my situation. <laughs> <laughs> they get they get driven to the bachelor house, and they're like, you know what? Just elim- just throw me out. Just uh, eliminate me. She starts like posting links to her old podcast where she said questionable things. <laughs> yeah, he, she's got her team. Oh boy, I hope nobody cancels me. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to be canceled. Or how mad I, I'd they'd probably like not give me any attention end up like hooking up with some of the behind the scenes people that work for the bachelor. Oh no. That'd be the most embarrassing, right? It's like the key grip is just pulling in chicks that I can't. Yeah. You go to give a girl a rose and she's like, actually I've started seeing Chad, the cameraman. I don't think this is going to work. I've been dating a PA for about, I don't know, since we started here. Since since I met you, essentially. Yeah, you know that guy that goes and gets his coffee? Yeah, I'm currently blowing him. 
I uh, had his penis in my mouth earlier today. <laughs> so I'll take your rose, though, actually. <laughs> Keep this rolling. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I had a very chill week. Very chill and relaxing. It was kind of nice. I would, I would say I did two, but I gamble all the time. So is that chill and re- relaxing? I mean, I didn't really like do anything that wasn't couch related. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's pretty chill. chill. I'm but sure the gambling rate, got your heart rate up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How'd uh, you do this week? Uh, Not well. I Ugh. broke, actually, I was up $25. Um, I should have been up a lot of money. I left a lot of meat on the bone. It was a disappointing week in the contest. But all, all in all, I was only down $25. So I can't, or I was only, I was up $25. So it wasn't a loss but it was definitely a disappointing week i mean i know our our stupid final fantasy football league is only just getting started but good lord am i getting double fisted (laughs) like i've gotten my teeth kicked in on both in both games so have i anybody anybody in our league who's looking to get an easy win just wait until our week where we're matched up because that's a gimme speaking of which a few of the listeners have hit me up at dm me asking for more fantasy football Final Fantasy Football, as they would call it, coverage. And what? then I always reply, I was like, yeah, Kevin hates it. And then they reply, I know. That's what makes it awesome. Oh. <laughs> it's like, yes. You know what? You are right. You swung me back in your in your, in your direction, in your favor. I mean, I don't know what else we would talk about other than, yeah, it seems the three of us are just getting our dicks kicked in. Well, I think what you're not taken enough into consideration i guess is how much people like hearing you complain or in discomfort and essentially all of your final fantasy football stuff is you angry whether it be losing or just having to play at all yeah Yeah, it does make me kind of salty yeah salty and grumpiness does well in this podcast i know yeah i almost feel like i should just go like everywhere i go i'll just leave my shoes untied uh, I won't lock my car. You know, I'll, I'll play in traffic. Right. It's like similar. Like I, it's the logic that I use when I'm more when I'm more willing to discuss the losers or the epic like shitty gambling weeks that I've had. Like last week, I fucking killed it. Went went four and one in the contest, made a whole bunch of money. But no one likes to hear that. They like to hear <laughs> like to hear me down in the dumps. Yeah, Come winning on. is not very funny. Losing. Not. Losing's fucking Losing hysterical. Is hysterical. Yeah. Now, oh, Jeff, you barely could pay your rent. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Man, so I watched something this weekend, which I was not planning on watching, which I didn't even know existed. But, and I don't even know if you guys will be able to watch it because it's on oh, Peacock. Boy. I have Peacock. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. so uh, this was not even my decision to watch this, but apparently there's a show, Peacock exclusive, called Frogger. Had no idea what to expect. Pressed play on it. And it's very similar to Wipeout and Floor is Lava. Is Frogger the... It's like an old Atari game where you gotta like cross the fictional street and turn yeah. up by a car or is that a do i have that right yeah i, I do okay. so they took frogger and they made 
a water-bound obstacle course out of it. And it's kind of corny. So I remember when the three of us saw the promos for Flora's Lava, the water-bound obstacle course show on Netflix. And we all got excited, and we watched it, and it was pretty underwhelming. It was kind of lame. The presentation sucked. The contestants were all pretty annoying. And not much is different with Frogger, but for some reason, it just works more. And I don't know if having somebody to watch it with made it more bearable, because we were both kind of reacting and laughing and rooting for certain people and rooting against other people. But, or if it's just the aesthetic, since I'm a dork, I have a, a lot of nostalgia for the 80s, and the courses, they almost look like Minecrafty, like they're made to look blocky and retro, and um, there's lots of, like all the sound effects in it are 80s arcade sounding. One of the hosts is Damon Wayans Jr., and then some other guy that I've never heard of before, and... Most of the time, the commentary is, is kind of whack. But for some reason, it's, it's more enjoyable than Floor's Lava. And since you have Peacock, Jeff, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on it. Frogger. All right. I'll try to remember to check it out. Um, I, I, I remember not thinking the Floor's Lava was as bad as you guys thought it was. But wasn't that supposed to... Weren't we originally... Ideating around like a watch along for MSPH, like Patreon subscribers, and then aborted because none of us or you guys didn't really like it that much. I don't remember that specifically, but I could be wrong. Or maybe we just all agreed to review it and watch it. I don't know. I don't know. I thought there was some sort of MSPH component to watching The Floor is Lava. Maybe I'm completely off on that. There could have been, but you know, I don't want to waste anybody's time, and I feel like we've got a pretty good track record on our Patreon. People love Supermarket Queefs, which is ongoing, and we still have a ton of episodes to do with that. And Crafter Jeff, which just ended season one this past week, people were flipping out over, and that got you know a huge response. Right, I'm so, just remembering that we all watched The Floor is Lava earlier. I'm trying yeah, to remember and if we were going to like it. add another show in, like another Patreon show, it would have to be something that, that fits, you know? It's got to be that magical spark. Can't just throw throw any show at it. But I really, I, man, I watching those shows. I get, I really get jealous. It's it's weird that a guy who's so out of shape and weak has such a strong desire for obstacle courses. But I'm so jealous. I want to be on every single one of these fucking shows. I want to be on Wipeout. I want to be on Ninja Warrior. I want to be on Frogger. I'll even do stupid ass Flora's Lava. I don't think. I don't think anybody would let me on their shows, though. Why? I think I, I, think I have too sordid of a past. You think? Yeah. Because like, them is we, practically naked on Instagram, oh, and you think you are too racy to get on one of those shows. Autumn is hot, though. That is That's true. Kevin's not. Yeah. Well, Kevin, you did a was that pre-production like Ninja Warrior trial, right? Didn't you com- complete like the first obstacle of the full course? I Ninja did. Warrior, or or yeah. is it American? 
So okay. that was two years ago. We we actually got invited back to do it the following year, but that was right as COVID started getting nasty, and SiriusXM wouldn't let us go. Oh, they, so they were still taping despite it being COVID. Yeah, and Sirius we we got because yeah, that was how we did it the first time. You know, they they tape it. You know, it's right across the street from me at Universal Studios, and um, you know, we got invited there to try it out there were like a couple other members of the media that that went with us and then once we all got done fucking around then they shot an actual episode but you know the stuff that i was they didn't film me they didn't film our runs that's not gonna air anywhere uh and you know what i don't even give a shit about that if all of these shows of- would invite Sorry. me on to to try it out i don't need to be on in the episode i don't need to be on on tv i just want to do the course how far did you get in the process with that one time you were going to be a contestant on one of these style shows? Oh, I didn't even get like a callback. Oh, so you hadn't even gotten, it was just, you had applied. Yeah. I went through the application process. There was like a, a shitload of people there. We were all just sitting in rooms, filling out the paperwork. And it was like a, it was the fucking thickest paperwork I've ever filled out in my life. And it was just to be on a goofy obstacle course show. And then they took us all into a room one at a time and filmed us like an audition. So we got asked questions by the producers and stuff. And I guess I didn't have I didn't have that that goofy network TV dickhead vibe that they were they were looking for. <clears throat> but I know I now I know better. Now I know what I'm looking for. You really have to turn up the cheese factor. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm ready to jump on things. I think you should like describe your life and personality in that voice. Like if you just describe how much you like video games and comics and toys and how you're a nerd, just like in that, in that voice with a little bit of like KWEF tang to it, I feel like you're going to get, <laughs> you're going to get pushed through. And I was also wondering how many times you've actually uh, applied or been part of the application process. Well, it, it was honestly just that one time when when I went in, like, the questions they had on that thing, I was like, wait a second, am I trying to be on an obstacle course show or join the, the CIA? Because it was the most invasive, nonsensical bullshit questions I've ever seen. Do you remember what some of them were? Yeah, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say, because part <laughs> of it's an NDA. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do but, you th- do you, do, I mean, it was years and years ago. Wasn't yeah, it? It could be like a statute of limitations. Okay, thing. they asked if I had ever been nude on the internet. To which you had to say yes. Uh should it say, you should have answered the question. Like which internet? Yeah, does the dark web count? What do you classify <laughs> as nude? Yeah. I mean, look, if if I now that question is fucking completely valid. I that that um, the amount of research done before a second date revealed that information. <laughs> I got well, hit with the. Would... Oh my goodness! I saw your bare testicles get <laughs> shot with a salt shotgun on the internet. Why then? If that's the case, then you just lie on those those questions, right? And then if they if they research and they find it, it's like, oh, all right, well. I didn't know that still existed. I thought that was pulled down from the internet. We should start our own obstacle course show and allow scoundrels. Like, hey, 
Have you? Has somebody shot you in your nutsack on the internet with a with a salt shotgun? Ah, fuck it, we don't care. Come on, get punched by that this is, giant boxing glove. Call it the shit show, and instead of it being water, it's diarrhea. Oh, dude, did you hear about that happened? That was on the yeah. What show was that? Um, I did a news story on it. I know, for, but, I, but I don't remember what the it was. Ultimate slip was and slide. Was that it? No, it wasn't. Oh wipeout. no, it was ultimate slip and slide. Yep. Wipeout. Somebody was. fucking died of a heart attack on it. Do they Fairly still have recently. the show? I don't know. It's a good question. But I after... watched some Holy Moly. That was a fun one. Is that the golf course one? The mini golf. That's one? the mini golf one that has the obstacles. Oh, I still have to check that out. There's this. There's one where they have these got people in fire suits like those straight up like the ones that people go into volcanoes with like the the big like a like a hurt locker suit yeah but for and we're standing in flames that were being shot out of dragon's mouth as the mouths as they were trying to putt holy shit that sounds awesome (laughs) it actually the 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 rob riggle jokes are are pretty corny but it was a lot of fun to watch. That was an O'Peat recommendation, I mm. believe. You know what? I like I like Rob Riggle. So I do feel I. like he's perfect for game show hosts. Even if his jokes were corny and daddy, like coming from Rob Riggle, I, I allow it. Absolutely. So, I think I think he has some great dad humor. Shuddy, what was that streaming on? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. All right. Hulu. All right. I'm making a note. Holy moly, I'm checking that shit out. And I'm looking. So, Rent Rent and I were watching Frogger. And I played her my footage from Ninja Warrior when I got further than anybody else in the Ella show. She was very proud. And she was like, Well, let's look at some of these websites. Let's try to get you on one of these shows. And I guess Frogger, they just filmed that in June. And the weird thing about it. They shot it all in Australia. So part of the, the the casting shit was like, yeah, you have to have three to five weeks free of your schedule to come shoot in Australia. Despite the fact that all the contestants were obviously American and the hosts are American. Fucking shot it in Australia for some reason. But yeah, it's not like their COVID situation's any better than ours, right? Well, it kind of is, but that's because they have like insanely strict lockdown rules and stuff that's what i'm counting as well right like i don't i don't feel like it'd be much easier to produce a show in australia versus america now yeah i know i'm sure they were getting some sort of tax break i mean for sure to have to travel to fucking australia yeah i guess like don't you don't they have to pay for the contestants airfare or no yes I, i feel i feel like they do Damn, dude, that doesn't make much sense to me. But and you said who? Well, what they could do is probably charter like a commercial plane and pay for everybody to fly somewhere central in the states, like L.A., and then everybody board a charter flight to Australia to save money. Because if somebody's fucking flying out of Des Moines, Iowa, they'll have to take fucking four flights to get to Australia. What? There's not a straight shot from Des Moines to Melbourne. I would highly doubt it. I, I'm sure it's not four, but I'm, you know, I'm being a little dramatic for effect. Hey, you're the travel agent. I'll, I'll believe whatever you say in this matter. Former, former travel right. agent. Wait. Now I'm 
the godfather of acai. Yeah. Do you ever leave <laughs> the travel agency game though? That's that's true. You're never really out. Take yeah, the gun, leave the acai bowl. You never really turn that part of your brain off. I don't think. No, because people still ask questions. Yeah. Or one and, of the kids wants to do something, and I'm like, well, you know, if you go here, you should stay at this. Then you fire up all your tabs. Like, all right, yep. let me get, let me get my me, travel tabs open. Yep, let me get back to these bookmarks. <laughs> do you guys have any desire to do obstacle shows? Uh, I did when I was a kid. Uh, Double Dare was always a dream. Oh, that was always yeah. a dream as a a, a child dream. Uh, you know. <laughs> A childhood dream was to be on Double Dare because... Shuddy, have you smoked any pot today? I... Just since I got home. (laughs) (laughs) So, recently. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um... But what about what if... What were we if, talking about? What if, what if like, okay, what about if Obstable by some horses. strange stroke of luck, there was some reality TV producer who was a secret Puminati? I would, in a heartbeat, Hopkins. in a fucking heartbeat. Heard this episode and was like, I got to get these three goofballs on a show. And there's some new obstacle course show they're filming where it's teams of three. And the three of us got on. Would you guys be pumped about it or would you be like, ah, fuck, I guess I'll do it just to, you know, help promote the brand? Nope. I would be super fucking pumped about it. I I wouldn't be into it reluctantly, but I would only do it so I don't look like a bitch and I'd be part of the team. I would like as the days as it drew closer, I would get excited. I would be pumped and I would go into it like upbeat, but it's not something that I'm like entirely excited to do at my age and just at your age well not i didn't mean it like at my age i'm saying when i was younger i was into doing things like this whatever legends of the temple global guts stuff like that like some sort of obstacle game show i've always wanted to be part of when i was younger but not so much now and i feel like i embarrass myself enough between this podcast and my sports betting podcast that i don't really want to go on tv and look like a fucking dumpy rolly fuck that i am so (laughs) like that would be like my hesitation if i'm being honest with you but like if it's a situation where we were all invited if if we were given a show and we're on a team then fuck yeah it's here's i mean i would assume that we would have a little bit of a lead time like a month or so so we could really just go balls to the wall getting in shape that's what that would be my my goal that would be my idea like so you would start doing like push-ups and shit and running yeah running push-ups go back to doing the kettlebells in the morning there are i have a friend who friend a former co-worker who i'm still cool with on facebook who's part of like a ninja warrior gym they have gym specific for that shit actually i have a former co-worker and friend slash puminati danny um Domenis. and he does spartan races and stuff like that all the time what's a spartan race they're like tough mutter but they're like he does like 20 mile races oh. with obstacles and stuff 20 like miles with obstacles that seems a little a little much yeah it looks like the stripes like you know the stripes boot camp course oh man that doesn't sound all that fun 
man. No. Come on. Like, everybody tell, like, two people about the podcast. Let's get this thing bigger so we can have the budget to do the farting race. And we make a Puminati like, version of it. You have to be specific on the game <clears throat> show you're attempting, right? Because Ninja Warrior, like, it's either going to be super challenging or it's going to be quick. Like, we're going to be done with it pretty fast, right? Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, Ninja Warrior, when I used to watch the Japanese one on G4, the early days of that, it was semi-doable. Like, people would regularly get past the first stage and then they would scatter in a few 80-pound lunatics who would just make goofy faces, trip over their own two goddamn feet and go right in the water on the first obstacle. But then, like, regular schmoes had a chance. You didn't have to be, you know, the fucking T-1000 to clear the first stage. Um, And then they started making it harder and harder. But those early years of the Japanese Ninja Warrior... I had full confidence I could get past at least the first stage. And then they just made it too fucking hard, and that kind of took the fun out of it. Like, I don't really enjoy watching American Ninja Warrior. Because it's it's just... It it took the fun out of it, and it, like, it's... I like having obstacle courses with a silly angle, too. But, like, I don't know, if we got put on one that was, you know, along the lines of Frogger or Floor is Lava, where it's not, you know doing the salmon ladder followed by 50 pull-ups followed by Tarzan swings where you're just maxing out your upper body strength for the entire time. Would you guys get like competitive? Cause I know anytime we do something like the, uh, you know, even playing trivial pursuit, there was so much shit talking leading up to it. And Oh, was, absolutely. That was years there's, ago and there's still shit talking going on. There's no way pursuit. I'd let Jeff beat me in anything without, giving it every fucking bit of me. I'm not worried about you in athletic competition whatsoever, Kevin. So, Oh man. Oh, we got to get on one of these shows then. I feel like I would trounce shuddy boy in an obstacle course. Do you guys have like those parks, like exercise park kind of things where there's like balance beams and pull up bars and different exercises you know what I'm talking about? There's got to be some in I, L.A. Yeah, I do, but the basketball court by me. It's not that. There's only like a couple different things, but I, I know what you're talking about. I mean, that would be the quickest way to have one of those. Wait. Just find like an indoor obstacle course thing? Or something. I they don't do know. Have, they I'm, do have I'm, stuff I'm, like that. I'm spitballing I'm ideas here. There's like a gym you could go to that has this kind of shit. And if they have it in Saratoga, New York, they definitely have it in L.A. County. I'll tell you that. I just haven't ever put my mind to it. See, all this stuff, I would, yeah, like if it's a competition between us three, then, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to want to lose you guys. That's going to keep me motivated. I thought the original premise is us three on the same team. Well, yeah, but competing either way. I mean, I'm down, but. I will put in none of the legwork to make sure it happens. This is Kevin. This is your beat. You want to be the the game show hero. The You've got to have some hero. connect that can make this happen in some fashion. You think, right? Fifteen you years working in radio, but no, I'm, I have every aspect of my life. I'm sitting here with my dick in my hand and my thumb up my ass. Oh wow! See, even the dog agrees. I don't think you do enough. I don't think you've applied enough to these obstacle courses for as much as you say you want to be on one of them. That's 100% true. Because as, as you do more uh, homework on this. 
as we were watching that Frogger show, you know, we watched, I forget how many episodes are available, or three or four, but we somehow just fucking watched every single one that was available. And some of the, some of the contestants are super goofy, or they're like semi-hot chicks that think they're tens. And it's, we were, we were both saying out loud, like, how, how did their paths cross? How did these girls end up on an obstacle course show that wasn't even on TV? Like, I could see, you know, these shows come out, Wipeout and Ninja Warrior, and they're big hits, and people see them, and they want to be a part of it, so they hunt down the websites and apply. But, like, Frogger, how'd these motherfuckers get on Frogger? See, that maybe that's to- like... Maybe they they're applying to a bunch of these different game shows, and they're like in the that's what she was the saying. Rolodex or in the or do you, or do they have representation who's letting them know about these? That could also be it. But that was that was <clears throat> her theory was that these people have big aspirations of being on TV and being public figures, so they apply to every single one of these fucking shows. There's probably websites that aggregate game show applications and they just apply for fucking everything and they they got accepted to frogger university it's like a wolf meets like game show application thing you know like (laughs) on on office where you can fax someone tweet at someone email someone text someone all in one message yeah It's it's the same fucking thing with this uh this game show application you just almost like a fucking zip recruiter for game shows yeah i gotta i gotta do that i feel like i'm I'm not One making click the apply most... to Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> I probably haven't been making the most of my time in Los Angeles. You know, I got a full time. I mean, I think we that. can we can all uh, we can all co-sign that statement. Yeah. If you've got... added anything to your wall, I think that's uh, <laughs> uh the fact that we all still have to have day jobs because you haven't done something special enough for us to ride your coattails. Well look, Shuddy Boy, that's if you just say. piss in a bong and then took a shit in it, Let's... this could all be oh, over with God. immediately. Wow. I was totally on your side, Shuddy, but then Kevin brought me right back to his side. You know what, Shuddy? If you would just piss and shit in a bong, maybe we'd be a little further along. At least this podcast would. Yeah, we would be getting... Joe Rogan's in Austin now. We'd be getting all of his guests. You fuck. Your lack of dedication disgusts me, Shuddy. You piece of shit. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Let's review something. I don't know. <laughs> I think we did good work here. I mean, I've got I've got some stuff to review, uh, not very in depth because I don't think anything new came out this weekend. So we just did horror movies. We went on Jeff's favorite website, Rotten Tomatoes, and tried to find the best new horror movies of 2021 that are streaming. And we watched so a couple. Offended? You did it by Rotten Tomatoes? That's how you, that's how you guys built your horror movie list. Okay, For, did you filter it by highest scoring? For what it's worth. I did not do this research. Rant Rant started throwing movies at me, and I'm like, where are you getting this from? And I look at her phone, and she's got a Rotten Tomatoes editorial page up. So I counteracted by vetting all of these movies through Letterboxd, and they all seem like stinkers. And this is one of the reasons why Jeff trusts Rotten Tomatoes and only Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah, they they call Jeff Captain Rotten Tomatoes in oh, some circles. Okay. All right, no, it's a joke. We're doing jokes now. Okay. All, right. All of these movies had approval ratings in like the 80s and 90 percent. And then the user reviews were like in the 40s and 30s. So I'm looking at them 
on Letterboxd, and they're all from like 2.5 to 3.0 uh, dicks. And Sounds like standard scary movie fare. Yeah, so we pulled up a bunch of trailers for a lot of these, and an hour into this, and we still haven't selected a movie yet, and we were just like, fuck it, let's just put one of these on. So we watched a couple. The first one we watched was a film by the name of In the Earth, which is on Hulu, 2021. Uh, I think it's a British movie. And it's the trailer looked kind of trippy. And it's the premise is there's a deadly virus rampaging the world. And a group of scientists go into like the remote wilderness to try and find cures or it's, it's not even fucking clear what they're doing. This whole movie was so fucking scattered and didn't really make much sense, but they go into the wilderness and there's, you know, a couple scientists out there at this log cabin headquarters station. And then they send a cup. There's a couple people just out in the woods and there are letter drop boxes. And then there's one scientist where they're like, yeah, we haven't gotten any of her correspondence in one of those drop boxes in like a couple of months. So these two scientists go out and they get jumped in the middle of the night and someone steals their shoes and then they meet some weird grizzly looking former scientist guy who's living in a tent city and he seems all out of his fucking mind and a little loopy. And then it just gets weird and trippy and I'm not going to lie. It was a bummer. I was punching myself in the penis to try and keep myself awake. It did seem like it kind of had some premise because it was very trippy and there's hallucinogenic shit happening and you eventually learn that they've, they think they've found a way to communicate with nature itself. Like nature is an entity and they're going to try and figure out a way that nature and humans can coexist (laughs) and let's eat some mushrooms and... There was some cool trippy elements to it, but it was very underwhelming, confusing, and just sort of boring. Didn't really fucking go anywhere. You said it was horror. Yes. Were there cool deaths? Uh, I think only one person dies in the movie. So I mean, you is do it see maybe a thriller. A death. You there is like a corpse that is stumbled upon in the woods, and one guy gets has some pretty violent things happen to him, but he doesn't die but then the ending was all fucking wishy-washy and didn't make much sense and i don't know there are times where i fuck with hey you know it's up to your interpretation but this one just (laughs) i don't know this one bummed me out i literally was nodding off and trying to like pinch my anus to bring me back to alertness did rent rent was she more into it than you yeah she enjoyed the trippiness of it but I couldn't give it any higher than two and a half dicks. All right. You think it was, so you're saying it might be a decent mushroom movie? Yeah. If sort of creepy imagery and a little bit of gore doesn't bum you out when you're on mushrooms. Like, okay. I don't know, Jeff, you're way better at doing mushrooms than I am. Can you watch I am. like a fucked up horror movie or would that sort of put you in a bad headspace and make you not enjoy yourself? The only time I got into a bad headspace during mushrooms is when I like sat in my garage in the dark by myself and my mind wandered. Like I've never gotten. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, I've never done mushrooms, but that doesn't sound like you were doing them right. So me and my brother uh, back in the day, this is before I moved to California. We would every now and then, like every like couple months, few months, we would eat mushrooms, hang out in the basement or in the garage. I would take bong rips and we had a live nudes and neon sign that we just kind of like gazed at and talked about like, I don't know, random things. Wait, did you um, stare at the random live nude girls neon sign hoping that it would transform into nudity? No, I guess we didn't just like look directly at that the whole time, but that was like one of the visuals, one of the few visuals we had. It was pretty much just like it'd be like two lit candles, a live nudes with an arrow neon sign and just a lot of random conversation about things. Did you ever uh, turn to him and be like, "Oh, this this nude neon sign is kind of boring. You want to go stare at that St. Paulie's girl neon sign? We actually had that as well. <laughs> cool. Oh, like, my God. So my parents, my father ran an Applebee's for years, and they closed down. So he got to take, like, a bunch of, like, random shit, like, neon things. They didn't have a live nudes neon sign. I was just going to say, that definitely did not yeah. come from Applebee's. <laughs> I'm not going to throw Applebee's under the bus for that. But we had a few of those things, and one of them was a St. Paulie's girl that we had in the garage. So it's funny that you mentioned that. So, yeah, there was a St. Paulie's girl. Oh, check it out, Bill. The St. Paulie's girl's flashing me. A live nudes and a few other ones that I can't remember, but the live nudes is always the most memorable one. But when we were hanging out, he just like he bounced to like go watch a movie while we were tripping. And I stayed in the garage and like just started eventually tweaking out. And um, it was not a very good experience. I remember having I, I told this story before, but I remember like having a knife uh, down there and like, you know, thinking about like cutting myself. And then I do I, not I kinda, remember this story. Jesus Christ. I, I kind of, I, then I talked myself out of it and like threw the knife down the street. Like, cause the garage is open. Like close <gasps> the garage. <laughs> yeah. Because I was knife. stupid. Don't kill yourself. And then I threw the knife down the street, closed the garage and went upstairs and watched the matrix of my brothers. Um, so that was like, I've done mushrooms like 20 times. And that was like the only bad experience that I've had. So my ratio is pretty good, right? Yeah. So, you got a good record. Yeah. But that was the only, that was the only time that I had a bad experience off of mushrooms, and it was really just sitting in silence in my mind, wandering. Mm. Like if I have anything to distract me, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it wouldn't have happened like that. You just can't be left to your own devices. That one time, I mean, like I know I've chilled by myself. I can't think of any specific like stories or incidences, but I know I've been alone high on mushrooms and I never thought about killing myself. It was just that one time. And again, it's like if you do mushrooms, I think I'm anywhere from 15 to 20 times, like you're going to have probably a bad experience or a bad hour in that. Sequence. I just, I'm just picturing Jeff alone in a garage, bathed the neon night light, just holding a blade to his wrist. And then he looks over and the St. Paulie's girl sign is like, do it. You pussy. I had it. Oh, I'll show chest. you to your really chest. Weird. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it got dark down there, you know. Wow. Yeah, you should not do mushrooms by yourself. Well, I mean, it was just, again like if I've done mushrooms twenty times, I've been high on mushrooms 
say three hours times 20, 60 hours, I had a bad hour. Like, come on, it's not, that's not going to keep me away from mushrooms or even doing mushrooms by myself. I'm just, you know, I haven't since. Just don't trust that uh, damn St. Pauli's girl. Yeah, if it was just a live nude sign, I would have been all right. But it was fucking St. Pauli's girl. I don't think that cute. there's an S in it. It's just T. Pauli's girl? No, St. Pauli girl. <laughs> I don't think it's possessive. Yeah, there. it's not St. Pauli's girl. Like, she's his property. No. Well, it could have been, like, a girl of the city of St. Paul. <laughs> All right, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I didn't mean to add a possessive. Uh, whoever's hanging out with St. Pauli, that <laughs> chick, she's her own woman. It's very unwelcome. I apologize. Is there even a You've Saint just Pauli? been shuddied. Suck a dick. She comes out of nowhere. I didn't even expect it from this, this conversation. Here we are. Yep. I wish I had something to review. I think. I'm selling all my stock in the morning show. That Apple TV show? Apple TV exclusive. The first season I fucking loved. It was, uh, it's a show about, it's called the morning show. And it's about like a morning television show, like a today show. Good morning, America, the view, maybe not the view, but good morning, America and the today show starring Jennifer Aniston, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Billy Crudup, Steve Carell was in the first season. I think he's going to make an appearance in the second season. I fucking loved it. Wait, was he like a full-timer in the first season? He was a me-tude. He was Matt Lauer. Oh. Yeah. He was in. Yikes. His story arc was in every episode. I don't know if he, I can't remember if he appeared in every episode, but yeah, he was like a major character in that season. But. Uh, the first show aired this past Friday on Apple News or Apple TV, and I wasn't that big of a fan. Might give it another shot. I just don't like the direction mm. of the story. I don't like how the characters, I guess, evolved. And like the, the episode, the f- season finale of the first uh the first season i thought was pretty anticlimactic and it was one of like the worst it was probably the worst episode of the entire season oh, so it wasn't it wasn't bridging into season two on an upward trajectory uh, so that's a bummer i don't know i might give it one more shot but i'm pretty much off of that one well i feel I, I feel like i'm letting the puminati down by still having not watched any of why the last man on hulu since- i watched all three episodes were you a fan of the comic? Yes, very much so. That was one of the that that was one of the first comics I read when I got really back into comics. That graphic novel. Okay, so at what your, are your suggestion, what are your what are your thoughts so far? I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I, I do. Why? See, What's your hesitation? Well, because I've, I've I've seen a lot of the reviews being lukewarm, and they're kind of saying that the pacing is a little off. It's kind of slow. The the fact that they've been trying to turn Why the Last Man into either a movie franchise or a TV show for so long and just every time they try it fails. Sharon and Zach both really liked it. I enjoyed it, um, but Yorick is a whiny little... I'll send this. 
Uh oh. Better. Nope. You better hope she doesn't send that. Yeah. <laughs> Sending Yerk your is... review of Why the Last Man. You're going to be pissed. Yeah. No, it was going to send to Zach. Both oh. Zach and Sharon really liked this, which I don't even know how Rent Rent, the original Rent Rent, picked that up. Sending fuck you to Zach. Um, but he was. There were some parts where I'm like, oh my god, he's such a fucking pussy. See, here's one of the the, re- the initial red flags to me was that I know for a while, you know, this was like Shia LaBeouf's passion passion project. He's like a massive fan of the comic. For years, was dying to get a TV show made and wanted to play Yorick. For a property like this, with that they couldn't even get anybody to play Yorick that I've heard of. And I look this guy up on IMDb, and I, I admit I'm prejudging here, but he's got a little bit of a punchable face, and I'm like, eh, I don't like this guy as a Yorick. Prejudging. Yeah, I, I got my minority report precogs. Punchable face initially bums me out. And just the fact that a comic that's so beloved and so awesome has turned into a TV show that's getting lukewarm reviews. I'm, I've just been, I don't know. I got, it really burned me when lock and key on Netflix turned out to be such a steaming turd. So like, I don't know if I could get my heart broken twice like that. But how did you realize that lock and key was a steaming turd by watching? You actually it. watched it, right? So that's the thing. You can't go off of the critics on this shit because I know, I know. I, you know, I'm going to try and watch some of it. I, I kind of thought this might be a show that Rent Ren and I could watch, but she's she hasn't been burning through the comic as fast as I thought, so she might get left behind on the on the TV show. Oh, wow. You're going to ditch her? Uh, yeah. Look, we got, we got Frogger, okay? We got Trouble in Paradise. We have, we have Kevin Frogger. Kevin and Rent Ren. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the danger zone. They're already splitting up on Netflix and streaming shows. Yep. Uh, we watched Candyman last night. Nice. Oh, the Wait. new one. The new one, yes. Oh, okay. Did you cool. go to the theater or did you rent it on Prime? Rented it. Okay. I've actually been toying with the idea of doing that myself, but uh, 20 bucks is still a little cheap for a rental. It was enjoyable. Yeah? For the most part. Um, That's what I thought. My brother... It, it, it was, it. I mean... It is a direct sequel to the very first one because there were sequels, right? There was Candyman 2 and Candyman 3, right? I believe they did three of them. Could um, be wrong. So this is, ba- the, you know, Virginia Madsen's character from the first one is referenced many times uh, in the film. Yeah, because, I mean, the way the first Candyman ended you feel like she would be tied in heavily to sequels. If you, I don't know if you remember the ending of the first one. No, I've only oh. seen the first one once. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw it years ago. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It and it's been a, a very long time as well. So I don't. Didn't wow. remember it. I just looked it up on letterbox D and Mark Rooster finds Candyman, the OG from 1992, to be a five-dicker. That is one that I've watched with Mark Rooster. Interesting. Um, 
He uh, is who I've watched that. I watched it with. But the the remake is is decent. The remake is decent. Um, I didn't really have much of a problem with any of the acting or actors. Um, yeah, it was good. It was bloody. It was violent. Uh, whoever did the sound effects for it really got the awful noises perfect. Oh, of like the gory kills and stuff? Yeah. Like the squishes and squirts. Gotta have good squishes and squirts. That's important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's an imperative. The ending was a little a little lame. Hmm. Uh, but it did not diminish my enjoyment of the movie and it was a crisp 91 minutes. So Oof. Always got to appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed the crisp, crisp, crispness of it as well. <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. How many would, Candyman dicks are you going to suck? I'm going to suck for a horror movie. I am going to suck three and a half Candyman dicks. I'm sure Candyman appreciates that. I'm sure he does as well. You sucking three and a half of his dicks? Very much so. <laughs> the uh, the other horror movie I watched was on Netflix. Another one from 2021, but I guess it's been out for a little bit. Um, have you ever guys guys ever seen this in your scrolling? A classic horror movie? No, that's just what it's called. A classic horror movie. That would nope. lead me to not watch it. Yeah, that sounds like somebody who's pretentious and sniffing their own farts. We threw this movie. on in an act of desperation because I believe don't I've you got... have shutter? I do, but we were we were not at my place, and she and just... you don't trust her with your login to to put shutter on yet. her TV. You're not there yet. No, she's got some of my logins. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know it I was just... that serious. Maybe oh, there is. isn't trouble in paradise. Oh, apparently I did text Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> Are you doing damage control right now? It's not. It just says both really liked it. I enjoyed it. Sorry, That's that dick pic says. was not meant for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a classic horror story is an Italian flick. So it's dubbed. You can, I guess you can watch it subtitled in Italian or the dubbed version which is what we watched it in. And again, it it's supposed to be gory. It's kind of like, a, I guess, a slasher flick. That was what we led, were led to believe. Crisp 90 minutes. And um, it felt way longer than 90 minutes. That was another one where I had, to, I had to shove pencils up my ass to keep myself from falling asleep. It, it started out with some promise. You know, it's the, these people in a camper that kind of got grouped together on a ride-sharing app to all... Oh, my headphones just went out. Meow, 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 meow. All right, whatever. Um, So they get in this uh, camper, and they're taking a road trip together, and then there's a car accident. They wake up, and the camper has suddenly been teleported into, like, a clearing in the middle of the woods with a big creepy house. And then there's some killings, and there's weird people, and they have creepy masks on, and it, 
seems a little culty or satanic ritually. Um, and then there's some twists, and they're stupid, and they don't make sense, and there's not a ton of gore. It just, I don't know, <laughs> man. Really, really was. I just, it was a little bit better than that In the Earth movie that we watched on Hulu, because at least you could kind of follow what was happening, and it wasn't as weird and art housey, but it just it kind of stunk. It I was sounds really like stinky it. farts. Yeah. It it played out like stinky farts. I would have liked more violence. They could have gotten some better people to do the voice dubbing. Cause there's kind of like this fat Italian guy. He's like a younger, chubby Italian guy. And he's sort of like the silly comic relief. And they got the weirdest voice for his his dubbing. He's like, Ah, oh, mamma mia, you guys want to go to my camper, huh? Yeah, let's do this. Where's Luigi? It was just like a, a caricature of an Italian person. Was it offensive? Borderline, yeah. I was like, as an Irishman, I'm offended. <laughs> uh, it's Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it was over quick and there was some creepy elements here and there. But overall, but you just, it just said it felt out. longer than ninety minutes. But in reality, only ninety minutes of my life were wasted. So then, not that... the three hours that it felt like. Fair it's not more entertaining than me staring at a live nude sign. I'll tell you that. I think I would rather watch this movie again than be in a room, a garage with St. Pauli's girl and Jeff on mushrooms and one blade. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> You give me a bong, a live nude sign, a garage, and some mushrooms, and you're sucking at least four and a half dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for this one, I I feel like I'm even being generous with this. 2.75 dicks. Wait, this is another Rant Rant Pick movie, right? No, not. I think this one might have been at my discretion because we just were having a hard... we were we scrolled through every streaming service that the two of us has, and every horror movie that came up, we were like, "Yep, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it." Looks really, really stupid. Looks really, really stupid. And then we came to the realization, like, "Fuck, we're gonna have to pick ones that look the least stupid." Yeah. So we watch these movies. I mean, I so feel you like it's a to. lot easier to get a stupid horror movie made than there it is to get any other kind of stupid movie made. Well, in the process of weeding these selections down we found truly stupid horror movies like one called slacks s-l-a-x-x which is a shutter exclusive and it's about a pair of smart jeans that form fits to make your ass look better goes rogue and starts killing people nice and i honestly feel like we fucked up by not watching that because i guarantee it would have passed quicker and it would have been at least funny and entertaining and then there was this other one called Killer Sofa about a love seat that starts killing people. And we definitely laughed our asses off through the trailer. This is also a Shutter exclusive? Mm-hmm. Is this all in Perhaps celebration not. of spooky season? Is that why you're doing all this? Yes. Yes, and that's how, exactly why he's doing how it. How fucking dare you? Killer Sorry. Sofa. 
I mean, if you're going to this these lengths to watch bad horror movies, maybe you're the one that's abusing spooky season. Look, I'm just trying to get into the festivities, man. I want to watch horror movies. I want to watch some new ones. Uh, Killer Sofa looks like it's included with Prime. Or Tubi, which I know Shuddy is familiar with. Yes, I am familiar with Tubi. Yeah, it does look like... Oh, no. Oh, no. It might just start playing Killer Sofa right now. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Abort. 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 Killer Sofa, if you want to watch it, it's on Prime. It's an hour and 20 minutes. And it looks funny and stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We're trying. But found stinkers, unfortunately. You and Rent Rangers can't force spooky season. Just let it happen naturally. Look, I think this weekend we're staying at my place. I have a fucking library of horror movies on Blu-ray. Well, why don't you travel with them? Why don't you bring a stack to her house? She doesn't have a Blu-ray player. Well, I guess we know what she's getting for Christmas. Yeah, you should do that. You should get her a Blu-ray. You should get her a PS5 for Christmas. Jesus Christ. Or an Xbox One. You know you still can't get those motherfuckers? God, that's so annoying to me. It's been over a year. It's fucking crazy. Over a year since the PS5 came out. Like, Sony has some fucking nerve, really. I mean, what are they doing? What else have they been working on? Especially this whole year. I mean, isn't Japan... I know they just canceled the Olympics. What? They're like, yeah, they they just canceled the Tokyo Olympics, I think, or some sort of event there. So I know they're still dealing with COVID stuff. Don't these people need video game systems? Well, that might be the thing. Since, since everybody's sort of trapped indoors, they're just dying to get PS5, so they're selling more than they normally would. Okay, I just looked at Amazon. As of today, it is September 20th. Oh, 2021. You can get a PS5 resale for $899. Nine hundred. Sounds about right. Hey, Puminati, as someone who's had PS5 since day one of it coming out, it's really not that cool. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, there's one take. Yeah, you don't need it. It's cool. I mean, I've had it since day one because whatever. That's what I do, but. Yeah, you're not missing much. No big deal. You're not, yeah. You're not missing much. It's all good. Spend that time with your family. Maybe watch Frogger on Peacock instead of (laughs) play video games. Um well, what do you guys say to a few voicemails? Yay! Yeah. I guess that's a yes. I'm getting my ass fisted here in baseball betting. Shouldn't As you be should. A fucking Monday game. It's two thirty. I'm gambling in baseball. Fucking Monday. Let's do some voicemails. All right. Here's a human. Damn it! Hey, boners. This is Josh M. from Washington, and I was just listening to some old MSDH episodes, and I believe it's the one with Greg Fitzsimmons, uh, but it might be the one before that. 
Anyway, you guys were talking about making a movie, I believe it's called Amish Gold, uh, where some people try to rob the Amish stagecoach on its way from Pennsylvania to Ohio. Dude, I think that that is a killer idea, but I think you make it kind of like a Your Highness, where it's somewhat comedic, but also you know, kind of serious with the action sequences done really well. And you could make it so, like, these people try to rob the uh, Amish stagecoach, and the Amish people are, like, super badasses who fight back. And then, like, the entire movie is just a, a big battle scene between these would-be robbers and these, you know, secretly badass Amish people, you know? I mean, you could even make them, like, supernatural Amish if you wanted to. Um, anyway, I just wanted to call because I, I don't know if you got ever followed up with that, but I think that's a pretty badass idea. So anyway, guys, thanks for the great entertainment. I love you. If it is true, if I did hear right, I am proud to be the first Illuminati who ever got shuddy. I might even make myself a T-shirt. Anyway, that's what you get when you play word police without looking shit up. Anyway, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate all your hard work and attention to detail. Uh, the show is killing it. You have more content on Patreon than any other Patreon provider. Goddamn right. So, all right. Take care out there. Wow. That made me feel much better about my entire day. <laughs> Can you send me that voice? I want to hear that when I wake up in the morning. Thank yeah. you for... Well, that was Joseph, right? Josh. From Washington? Josh. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Take it easy on me. I was, Thank you for I your comments, Jose. <laughs> he really ran with that Amish uh, movie pitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember, remember that. talking about this at all. No, Is me either. He, what was the movie, the horror movie, and the second one's coming out about the deaf guy where they... they try to, like, home invade or invade the home of a deaf guy yeah. and he turns into, like, a scary, realistic, like home alone. Don't breathe. That's kind of what he's suggesting of about like our Amish movie that we talked about years ago at this point. You know, like we try to pull one over on the Amish because they're fucking, it's low hanging fruit. They're easy people to, to rob, we think. And then all of a sudden we're in a, like a fight for our lives versus the Amish. And they're fucking hay or whatever it is we're trying to steal from them. I mean, yeah, Amish gold. Do Amish people just stockpile gold bars? That doesn't seem like they're they're stees. Let's be honest here, though. This guy is referencing a conversation that we had. So they sell furniture. They run puppy mills. Oh wow, you've cased the Amish before, haven't you? Uh, He's Amish adjacent. You've you thought about it. this? I'm I. That's why I don't remember this conversation at all, but it it could do something. It could be something. It's believable that we had this conversation. I mean, we could even do where SJWs break up a puppy ring, being with puppies being transported to from Pennsylvania to Ohio, like one hundred and one Dalmatians, sort of. As in, like a, like they think they're. So like PETA or helping out the, the animals. Yeah, so by... like the, the Shannon Elizabeth character and her friends in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. Where they're where they're going to free the, the animals from the science facility. 
Hey, but I'm sure they do stockpile their money. You're you're near Amish country. You have a beard. Can't you like go deep undercover and do some do some embedded research and be like, "Hey guys, it's me, Brother Shuddy. I'm back from my rum springer. It was a blast, but I'm over it now." He's wearing his uh, wearing a fucking He Man hat. Just takes (laughs) it off and puts it behind him. Yeah, I'm I'm over He Man. I I don't think I don't know how you convert to being Amish, but that's what I would have to do. It wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to just slide in undercover. I'd have to. You can't method act like a summer of Amishness. No, what I'm saying is I think to be accepted into the community, I wouldn't be able to come in like, hey, I'm back and pretend to be somebody. I would have to be a convert. Hmm. Right, you don't. You, they probably keep track of who is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and anybody my age coming back to the village has been shunned by everybody in the village, so they would never be accepted back anyway. I promise, I will stop sniffing everybody's panties and beating off. Because if you don't come back from your rumspringer, you are dead to everybody who knew you. <laughs> Wait, is is that what you've heard? No, that's. That's how it is. If you you're you go on your rumspringa to see what the outside world is like, and then you have to decide if you want the outside world or to stay with your family and be Amish. I wonder what the conversion rate is on that. I bet it's the pretty... outside world. The red pill wins a lot more than the blue pill. <laughs> I don't know. I think they go back. Really? That would be my guess. Yeah. If I just showed him OnlyFans, I think I can keep him in. <laughs> see, have you ever like uh, wondered what all these hot Let's chicks see. look like naked? Check this <laughs> site out. This girl there sucks was... turnips up her ass. There's a good chance if you see her on the street nowadays, you could see her naked. You just gotta <laughs> get lucky with the OnlyFans yeah. handle search. So, I mean, when they're on Rumspringa, they're wild. Here's just a uh, thing. Police in LaGrange County, Indiana, arrested 40 teens over one weekend in January 2020 in relation to Rumspringa parties. Are they fucking freebasing? According to, we have several of these kids. Some of them are barely 15, 16 years old, and they're out experimenting with alcohol and drugs. Uh, I feel like oh, you can't drink alcohol at all if you're Amish. Can you, do they nope. do wine? No. Man. Rumspringa is meant to make teens want to stay in the community. Again, I got to hear about this conversion rate. Yeah. Oh, maybe it works. Check this out. Doesn't, you know? doesn't fun suck? Wouldn't you rather come back here and smell like an unwashed ass and build barns? Some Amish view Rumspringa as a vaccination against the outside world, while others see it as a test of, of faith. A little hmm. bit of both. I like the logic behind it. I think it works mostly. Yeah. All right. Let's check out this voicemail. Mad scientist party hour. Uh oh. Without you guys, my job would suck. I'm an Amazon driver, and I literally drive around all day and listen to you guys. I've been listening to you for five years. Thank you. Sometimes I call in and fuck with you. <laughs> But I do have one question. I've been sitting here listening to you guys, and nobody's ever asked any, like, really, really good 
would Jeff suck a dick questions in my opinion. Oh damn! So I want to know. Shots fired at would everyone. Jeff suck a dick, or he would have to duct tape a comb around his boner, and he'd have to brush Shuddy's beard. Love you guys. Keep putting out awesome content because you're the only reason that I do my job and don't get mad and kill. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why I have to get roped. Don't cut into him off, Shuddy. No, I'll cut him off because I got dragged into his bullshit. I'm combing your beard. Yeah, with your dick. How is that bad for you? Look, you're getting a free beard combing, Shuddy. I don't know why you're so pissed. I actually just heard that wrong. I thought he said I put a cone around my dick and then I have to comb your no, beard. No, you, you put a comb on your penis and then comb my beard with it. Shuddy, would you or rather do the I piss? suck a dick? Or you... you suck a dick, yeah. I'm going to pass him the stick. Of course you are. That's a terrible would you suck a dick question. He's going to come in. go your way and look at this. He's going to come. how you behave. No, it's not even that. Like There was never a chance in the world that you were sucking that dick. Shuddy, I have a feeling. That that is like a negative percent dick sucking. This guy who's throwing shit at other people's terrible dick sucking questions just threw the ultimate fucking Kurt Rambis stinker up. I have a feeling, Shuddy Boy, a lot of He-Man packages are not going to be making it to your house. <laughs> yeah, you really want to you really want to turn on Amazon like this? Good thing I don't oh, order no. He-Man packages from Amazon. You just made oh, a, wow. a very, very powerful enemy, Shuddy Boy. Jeff Seriously. Bezos. We we can't go head up against that trillionaire. He's just got more resources than we do. Yeah. This motherfucker was in outer space, I think, earlier this summer or something. You're on an island all by yourself on this one, Shuddy. Would you rather yeah. let Jeff comb your beard with his dick or do the bong hit out of pee and poop? I would let Jeff comb my beard with his dick. Wow, you really hate your own pee and poop. Why don't you do it if it, if it gets so funny? I really didn't think I was going to have to text you <laughs> and ask you to stop with this because it really is fucking annoying. It's really fucking annoying. Shuddy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come Good on. Good job, Kevin. Now Shuddy's pissed. Shuddy, just make fun of Kevin for going on uh, couples retreats with his with his mom. Just swing this thing back into your favor. Yeah. As soon I mean, as he tosses me a softball, I don't bring it up just to be mean to him. He lobs these jokes in my lap, and I'm doing a disservice by not. So wait, you think that. me making jokes about jerk, you Kevin. hypothetically doing bong hits out of poop and pee is mean? I think that I, I don't spend almost an entire episode going at you about your mom's you and your mom going on a couple's retreat. It's like one or three jokes. It's not 25 minutes of one episode. Well, I guess what Kevin Kevin's behavior suggests is that you taking a bong rip with your own piss and shit and is really important to him. Um, yeah, and, you know we can knock Kevin for that. It makes him probably a weird, twisted motherfucker. But you knew that already. Look, I just have—I have an eye for these things, Shuddy. I have an eye for talent. I have an eye for bits that work. I mean, Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, Supermarket Queefs. Then, uh, by all means, go right ahead and take a bong rip out of a bong filled with shit and piss because it is literally. Never going to fucking happen <laughs> from me, period. I got to be honest, Kevin. He makes it a good point flipping it back on you. 
I mean, Shadi, something would you, you rather suck a dick? <laughs> You're going to say literally, but now let's put a dick behind that other door. Now, how literal is your literally? Well, since it, I'm never going to suck a dick, I'm never doing that either. So it's really, I guess then you are firing me if those are the options. All right, Shadi boy, calm down. No one's talking wait, about wait, firing. So get HR involved here, all right? Yeah. We're just talking about pissing shit beer bongs. Or All right, let's let's let Shuddy decompress, and we'll listen to another voicemail. Mad scientist party hour. Northern Ruski here. I was just watching Master Chef here. Got to keep up with Crafter Jeff. Everyone get on Patreon. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I was calling because earlier today, listening to the most recent episode, Kevin introduced Shuddy. And said he was over the rainbow. And then when you were asking about dangerous pets to be kept in a Bronx apartment, Shuddy goes, lions, tigers, bears. Nobody said, oh my. Come on, boys. Anyway, keep up the good work. See, we left that pause for the listener to say, oh my. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like one it? of those uh, choose your Wizard of Oz joke? Yes, Jeff. I mean, that's beyond a father's joke or a dad joke. What is that from? Casablanca? What's that reference? All right. I don't know. I feel like my references are on point usually. I guess I miss the easy, low hanging Wizard of Oz fruit. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's another one. Hey, boys. Chad from Canada calling. Uh, this one's Sounds for like Jeff. Uh, you're saying little mama's having a hard time. She doesn't like that uh, harness you got her. Um, try uh, putting it on her and, like, telling her, you know, she looks good and <laughs> it looks good on her. And then uh, fucking... Oh, little mama. That harness makes your pussy look magnificent. <laughs> makes your pu- Just let her pussy pop, little mama. Chill around the house with it and hang out for a day or two with it on. And, uh, you know, she might take to it a bit better. You know, just some advice. Work with my dog. All right, boys, keep up the good work. Love the show. Bye. I think the way he phrased it originally made it ripe for jokes and, like, good to clown on. But I hear what he's saying. It's not, it's not ridiculous logic. Like, if you just put it on her and she has to walk around inside the apartment with it, maybe she does get more used to it. I, I, I don't hate that logic, to be honest. It's not bad logic, for sure. Do you think that would get a reaction out of her if you just started tossing her compliments? Like, little mama, oh, that that harness is just divine. Nah, she only really gets reactions from, like, treat and walk. Those are the two words that really, that really get her head tilting. She does this. What if you put her in the harness and then gave her a treat? Little positive reinforcement. I thought about how how I could like use a treat to incentivize her being chill with that harness thing. And I don't know, it just sucks, dude. I spent money on that thing, which isn't the big deal. The the thing that really is in my head is that I feel like most people see me walking her around and assume that I'm a bad owner. You know, because 
she obviously fights back with the walking and is a pain in the ass with that. And it would be easier. It'd be best if she was in a harness. So I think people see it and just like, you just assume that I don't know enough about the harnesses or never have tried it. Right. And someone actually came up to me and wasn't a dick about this, but like said, like, yeah, I got a Boston too. And they push back. They like fight to walk sometimes. So I had to get, I had to get my boss in a harness and it made it better because he's like, my boss and actually gets out of the collar leash. So you don't want that to happen to your dog. I was like, yeah, right. And that was before I even bought the harness since Allie will not put the <clears throat> fucking thing on it sucks. Mm. So, but, but there's a lot of logic in what he said. Maybe I, I actually might try that out because she needs to, it'd be better for her to walk with that thing. Mm-hmm. Not, so, oh, little mama, you sexy motherfucker! Look at that but harness. I feel him. that is kind of funny, and I might go about it that way. I mean, it can't hurt, you know. Yeah. If I, you know, change the the tone of my voice and make it sound like I'm happy about her having it on, and I reference the harness, like grab at it a couple times, maybe that works. I don't know. All right, let's do one more. Oh boy! Did you just delete everything? No, I. We're about to get our ass. We're about to get fisted. Yeah, I recognize this phone number. We're in trouble, gentlemen. All right, buckle up. It's gonna be uh, a bumpy two minutes and forty-nine seconds. I feel. Yeah, you'll be all right. To maintain what I've built, I rely on a foundation of stability, a bedrock of precision and unrelenting focus after i listened to those two episodes of your podcast your retarded retarded podcast things started to slip for me my mind has been filled with these phantoms these uncontrollable rages as i replay the mindlessness of your insufferable content i have to go to therapy now thanks for that and yesterday my therapist recommended this exercise as a way to process my anger so i've written obituaries for each of you here we go November 24th, 2021, the four-day standoff that captivated America ended tragically today in Pennsylvania. The He-Man Mangler, also known as Shady Boy, to the tens of listeners to his podcast, died in a pre-dawn raid. Grizzly details are emerging of a truly horrific serial killer. Witnesses report that the He-Man Mangler kept the bodies of 17 unidentified victims in his squalid basement. Their remains were taxidermied and arranged to mimic the characters from the He-Man cartoons that so transfixed him. Next one, April 17th, 2075. Entrepreneur, pornographic actor, and 53rd President of the United States, Jeff, was found dead at approximately 10 a.m. at his villa in Hedonism Adult Resort in Jamaica. Universally considered to be the most controversial and least effective chief executive the country ever saw, his term was riddled with disgrace live-streaming cocaine use from Air Force One, motorboating the Canadian Prime Minister, and awarding a Presidential Medal of Freedom to his, quote, huge dong, end quote. (laughs) He is survived by six former wives and 48 children. All right, last one. January 12, 2030. Boring nerd and virgin loser podcast Kenny was found dead in his North Hollywood garage apartment. Foul play was initially suspected when medical examiners discovered two pints of semen in his stomach and rectum. However, forensic analysis revealed the semen contained the DNA of 72 individuals and four unidentified animals, suggesting consensual deposits. Kenny leaves a legacy of disappointment and shame. 
His landlord, who wished to remain nameless, described Kenny as a, quote, creepy porcelain puppet of a man who made everyone uncomfortable, end quote. His only significant contribution to humanity are the rare distinctions he earned. Kenny hosted the least popular OnlyFan page in the history of the platform, and his only clear friend in life was the notorious He-Man Mangler. So there it is. I have no idea if anyone hears these messages. I'm just sending them out into darkness. Hopefully this little exercise will relieve me of some of the burden. Hopefully tonight I won't wake up screaming as your stupid voices race through my mind. Horrible, horrible people. Well, I mean, I at least got elected. That is true. And I will say, this guy only listened to two episodes and look at the impact it made. You can't deny the power of that. Yeah, he predicted that Shuddy would be in the He-Man just off of those two episodes. <laughs> That's impressive, right? Yeah. Um, I mean... I think the best part about his voicemails, it's just the subtlety of Kenny. It's so rude. <laughs> and I love it. It's perfect. It's like the well, yeah, old Italian also, diss where you call someone by the wrong first name. And he also calls Shuddy Shady Boy. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. I just think Kenny Kenny's funnier. Fair enough. I don't know how I won Mike Hopkins roulette, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully it all works out for me as it has our, to this point. Yeah, apparently it's going to lead to your presidency. Yeah, me, my dick getting a presidential medal of freedom, or was it a medal of honor? I don't know. It's going to win some award. Yeah. I just I'm picturing an elderly Jeff at like a, a press conference with his dick hanging out of his pants and then just putting a uh a medal around it. Just donning it and doing like the what was that the oh god, what is it? You know what? I fucked it up. I was gonna do Jeff doing the, the president song, but the only thing that was stuck in my head was the Darth Vader song. Is that when a president walks into the room and they play that trumpet shit? Yeah, I can't think. Of oh, pomp oh. and circumstance. No, nope, that's graduation. Congratulations, boner! You did it. <laughs> Wait, is that that is the the election winner? Uh, I think so. Jingle, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I managed to get the Darth Vader theme out of my head. Wow. Well, hail to the chief. There we go. Yeah. That's exactly what I will be praying my award winning dick out to. Except now it's called Hail to the Queef. It's actually in my sex playlist. <laughs> well, that's uh that's a good high note to go out on. Thank you for the thrashing. Who knows? Maybe one day your therapist will say, "You know what? All these exercises are not working. Maybe you should try listening to more episodes of the podcast." And then he'll hear the legacy he's left behind in all these voicemails. And they don't go just out into the dark abyss. They get played to our tens of listeners. I think it's therapeutic, the punching bag we've turned into this, uh, turned into for this guy. Yeah. Yeah, who knows gotta... where his life would be if we hadn't... Um... Yeah, I mean, we could be preventing him from being a mass shooter. This is true. He just gets all of that bottled up anger and rage out on us. Yeah. Well... It's content. I appreciate it. Yep. <clears throat> Same here. And who knows? 
maybe when you start listening again, you'll like the show so much, you'll sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Which, while we're talking about Patreon, are we going to do the, the final foodie feedback on Patreon this week? Oh, yeah. The, the <clears throat> comments of, on the season finale episode of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. Or do we wait until next week to do it so everybody has the usual week before we? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Be very disappointed if it took all right that then, long to watch the master. All right, then we're doing it. If you have, don't have your comment in now, too late. Jeff doesn't want to give you a chance. Yep. Oh, Jeff's a true dickhead, isn't he? <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you guys. That's right. I put my. I made. I made the decision. Comment better be better be in by. Monday, three thirty Pacific Standard Time. Well, yep. well, guess you missed it. Um, and if you'd like to watch these episodes on YouTube, go to youtube.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Every person that subscribes, likes, comments, interacts uh, is a huge help to us. And maybe we will go from tens of listeners to hundreds of listeners. Who knows? We'll see. And if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep, or you can just shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. You guys got anything else? No, sir. That's all I got. All right, friendos, thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Chickety chick, chick, and chicken plant plant. God, I'm vomiting all over myself. Oh, shud, shud. Yo. Let's see here. Where is the thingy? This looks like a thingy. Oh, fuck. Ow! 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 Don't throw us away! So, uh, how late is DBC? S gonna be. <laughs> it's a tough acronym to track. Unfortunately, he showed up. He, he's been. He was summoned. <laughs> In all honesty, I thought you were gonna need more time since you said that everything was set up, but you needed a few minutes. 
I just needed to let the dogs out and smoke a cigarette. I literally only needed a couple of minutes. You filthy smoker. Some guy on YouTube gets pissed off all the time when you smoke cigarettes. No, well, that's why I that's why I stopped doing it on the show. I really I don't smoke that much actually. I smoke four cigarettes maybe a day. Why not just fucking cut them then? I think at some point that's where I was or at least I was like I was boiling down my cigarette smoking to only when I would drink and then I was just like what the fuck am I doing? I want to get well, this- I like it's a stress thing mostly. You should whack your penis around. I don't think that that needs to. Jeff will do it for you. Yeah. Send me the job uh, description profile. <laughs> I'll fill out all the uh, application fields. See what happens. <laughs> Dude, look how cheesy and lame my fucking beard is. Jesus Christ. It's Yeah, you, you've got no beard game, Jeff. Sorry. Yeah. Negative beard game. When was the last time you shaved? I think two weeks ago, maybe. If you were Amish, they'd kick you out. So wait, that grows in in two weeks? Yeah, maybe a little less. Maybe a little more, actually. That's faster than my shit shit grows. It took me like two months to get to where you are. Okay, well, I guess that's, that's a worse situation than mine, for sure, but... It doesn't really grow into like a healthy beard. Like I'll, I, I wish that I could, I had like an endpoint that actually looked good, but I don't. It just gets, it goes from bad to worse, and eventually I shave it off. So, I feel like they wouldn't let us be terrorists. Jeff and I would immediately get booted out of ISIS. <laughs> That's true. I don't even. I don't even know if my facial hair is white trashy enough to be a domestic terrorist <laughs> yeah Pretty trashy yeah yeah i don't think i don't think any no, hate but, group would take us jeff i take that back i think my facial hair is trashy enough to be a domestic terrorist i guess i, I could i, I could at least be a school shooter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i could at least be a three percenter or something or he's a QAnon uh <laughs> forum poster yeah yeah that's that's a message board beard if i've ever seen one (laughs) yeah for sure you don't trot this fucking thing out in the public just sit it right in right at home in your mother's basement shuddy boy on the other hand he will he will legitimate culture critic with that beard oh yeah he'll he'll blow up your enemies he'll circumcise your child um he'll build you a house without any electricity it's that beard provides <laughs> ultimate credibility. Yeah, and he'll bring his nastiness into the real world. He'll get out from behind the computer and message board. And he'll <laughs> he'll show up to your events. Yeah. He'll be in the fucking mosh pit. Look at that beard. That's a do it all beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you know what? Before we start, I have to go get something that isn't that came in since last show that isn't featured currently. Mm. I'm going to take a leap and say it's He-Man related. I'm going to say it's an ISIS flag. (laughs) Oh, wow. I just got this from Etsy. 
We're going all in on the terrorism vibe here on MSPH today. <laughs> Hold on. One of the dogs puked. Oh, no. Allie puked the other day all over Bill's bed. <laughs> nice. It was very... I was nervous because I don't want... You know, I don't want Allie to be feeling bad, but otherwise it was pretty funny because it wasn't my bed. Yeah. Is that selfish? Perhaps. No, I think bed vomiting is always funny unless it's in your bed. <laughs> That's true. Or or in your college dorm room uh, roommate's bed. Because, I mean, it is funny for a moment, but then you're just living in puke smell for I don't know how long. Do you know what I'm talking about? I had a like, college roommate who puked all over himself and all on his bed freshman year of college. Yeah, then and, you have to smell it. Right. And when we woke up, it was like kind of funny. You know, I was like, oh, man, you fucking that's gross. You puked all over yourself, you pussy. And then after like the first couple of chuckles, it was just like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> is this what our dorm room is going to smell like the whole week? This isn't good. <laughs> this isn't this is not the win I was hoping it would be. Viat. Whoa. You got fashion? New fashion? Oh, Shuddy's Shuddy's got some new headgear. Recording in progress. You guys like my new turban? <laughs> I almost called it a dashiki. What is a dashiki? I don't know. Was that Isn't is that, that a, is that a is that a dish? I feel like it's an that's iron. A, that's a go-to white guy thing to say as a racial piece of clothing. Oh, that's Perfect. a slur? Perfect. Daishiki. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I couldn't even land on those accidentally. <laughs> yeah. It's a colorful garment mostly worn in West Africa. Gotcha. It's okay. Like, that, that's what the uh, senators took a knee in during the George Floyd protests, right? You remember that shit? Or they, or they had like a picture of Nancy Pelosi and fucking Chuck Schumer. Wearing a dashi- wearing dashikis, taking a knee. Jesus Christ, that was fucking cringy. I didn't know. Th- I don't remember that, but that sounds every bit as awful as it must have been. Oh yeah, there was just a ty- typhoon of political coverage over the past few years. You can't keep up with all the fucking nonsense. But... Yeah, there's too much buffoonery to go around. Um, it's a medical marijuana too, Shuddy. I did. That's why I got home a little later than expected. Oh. I stopped at the dispensary. Nudie magazine day. <laughs> so a new cartridge and a sativa dominant hybrid strain. Sativas, so, huh? It's a hybrid, but it's sativa dominant. I feel like I go to most this... people seem to fuck with Indica. At least the, mo- yeah. the people that I know. I Indica dominant hybrids are my nighttime not my i need to be productive hmm. a real true stoner posted a, a meme non-political meme to his instagram talking about how like the average commercial stoner person that like goes into like uh, legal dispensaries are always asking for the most potent the highest thc count and an indica and I replied to him, like, that's exactly what I do. Fuck you. I'm not like this 
marijuana noob. I've been in the game for some years now, but I do the same shit. I look for the densest nuggets too. I want the de- the densest nuggets because to me those are the most fun to smoke. Are you one of those chodes that goes into the dispensary and you're like looking at the nuggets under a magnifying glass? Oh, I can see the hairs. I don't, but if you don't specific, like I don't, I don't go out of my way to do that. But if you don't specifically ask for a strain that they have on their shelf, they're going to just pull up the options and put them in front of the micro uh, microscopic lens for you. You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, there are some places where like um, the place by me that used to be called urban trees is now ice cream. And they sort of did a remodeling and, and went the MedMen route where you go in there and it looks like an Apple store. And a lot of the the strains they have are in these little boxes and there's the little magnifying glass thing you just built into it. So anytime I go in there and they're like, they're like, oh, you should try, look at this strain and this strain and this strain. And I'm just like peeking through the box and I'm like, ooh, this one's nice. But I'm just humoring them. It's right. fucking weed. I'm such right. I'm I'm such a lightweight that I don't give I don't give a shit. It's just like oh, there's the brush. I'm humoring them and also doing a little bit of damage control on my end, so I don't look like a giant pussy. But it's just like ooh, wow, I can really see the floor peens in this one, and <laughs> this one's got good midi chlorians. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a real expert. <laughs> I just know that I prefer dense nuggets, so that's kind of what I'm gonna look out for. Yeah. And I mean, the weed, I don't, I don't, the other thing is I don't believe, like, I feel like looking at weed through like a microscopic lens, like you get a better feel of that than like asking for the, the names. Cause the names are all rooted. They're like almost like horse names. They're all like rooted in some sort of like pedigree. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. If you get like a garlic cookies, it's actually like a Girl Scout cookies. OG meets I don't know, the garlic OG hybrid. And then, I'm glad like, that you mentioned that I just finished an eighth of garlic cookies. Yeah, it was popular around here for a couple weeks recently. So maybe it's just like that's like the trend in the, the weed world. But like I don't I don't know what that means. Like I'm not that level of a stoner, but if I look at it under a microscopic lens or look up look at it closer and notice it's a dense nugget, it's like oh, all right, cool, that's my shit. Take that. Shuddy, did you see that strain? You're like, oh, garlic cookies. Oh, that sounds delicious. Give me those. Uh, no, I picked that strain because it was 33.5% THC. <laughs> you did the same thing that I did. Just the West, uh, if the I'm being THC. honest, that's, uh, that's exactly why I did it. Um, but that was definitely a nighttime strain for me. Cause it was very potent. I'm finding that I function better and use it as the state of Pennsylvania intends better when THC is around 20 to 22%. So are you making an, an uh, Kevin craft like argument where you're more in the market for dad weed? I'm not saying dad weed Mitties. because the amount that I smoke, makes it not dad weed like i just um but if i'm using it just to be calm a lower i don't need a high percentage weed like i do have some high strains those are definitely the recreational use ones 
Gotcha. Okay. If that, if that makes sense. This guy, Kevin's on like one bull rip per day on the Rogan stuff and he's maxed out. He peaks. It's it's shameful. I'm very very embarrassed for myself. Have you heat have you hit the Keef vial since <laughs> No. Since we last hung out? I have not. He's I forgot. I know I, I feel like I've asked you this before. I asked you when you brought it out, but have you shown almost called her by a government name, Rent Rant? Have you ever showed Rent Rant that Keith file? And did she take a hit off of it? I don't I don't think I have shown her it. I should just give it to her. Get boyfriend of the year. No, you should not. Hold on. <laughs> you should be podcast homie of the year and give it to me for Christmas. <laughs> How about we do like a Joker where you just put the co- the uh, the key file in between me and her, and then we fucking just duke it out. Yeah. Actually, wait. I take that back. She she beat me. I'm a big pussy. Uh... How about we'll fight over at Rus- <laughs> MSPH Wrestling the next next MSPH Wrestling event? Whoever wins between me and Rant Rant gets to keep the key file. I don't know. She's pretty baller in there. She's 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 undefeated and got two wins in one night. That's true. I mean, I'm only undefeated in title bouts, not just in outright all contests. So maybe Snoopy Poop Dog put stakes that high in me and her, me and hers match. I have fucking zero to review. I guess I can. Well, give it's like good a, that we just did 15 minutes. That would probably be good for the show. <laughs> Buried in the Easter egg. How much of the 15 minutes is? going into the actual Easter egg. All of it. All right. Well, I mean, you don't count that as 15 minutes of show? I, yeah, like, I do. I mean... How many of the people do you think like don't know there's an there's an Easter egg? I'd say I there's mean, probably it up too. a couple hundred people that only watch the show on YouTube and never go back for the Easter egg. But outside that of that... That's funny. It, there's, I mean, yeah. The, the percentage of people that do listen to the Easter egg, I'm sure, is insanely higher than the amount of people that only watch on YouTube. Yeah. Like I could just imagine being at like an LS event or whatever. If we did a Puminati event and like breaking the news to longtime Puminati is like, yeah, there's an Easter egg. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, you know, if you keep listening past the final song, yeah, you'll hear more podcasts. Bullshit. Then we go back and play it for them and it's like, <laughs> breaking their brain like wait a second you've been doing this the whole time like, wait yo. a second i have like a hundred more hours of show to catch up on <laughs> yeah we've done like 45 minute easter eggs but usually when that happens it's like a spoilerly re- filled movie review and then we'll like yeah. tease it in the main episode if like a new so. avengers movie came out yeah uh, well when's it do we have like a movie on the radar that's MSPH deep dive friendly. Well, why don't we get into that on the main show? From Los Angeles, California, the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 